This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How's it going, everyone? Today we got a story of a spoiled kid who does very standard spoiled kid behavior, believes that, you know, his parents' money is basically his, and tries to flex on this girl to impress her. And let me just, a little spoiler, it it doesn't work. Uh, But yeah, let's just jump into the story before I lose you guys. And we're going to call the subscriber uh, Cameron. So anyways, right, there was this new girl at Cameron's school who we're going to call Maya. Uh, This was like, I don't know eighth grade or something like that and uh you know basically uh you know is the start of the year not they didn't really get a lot of new kids as it was mostly just kids in the uh neighborhood district type thing and uh so it was kind of a rare occasion for there to be like a new person in the school and you know all the guys were like oh my god like it's a new girl (sighs) you know how that you know how that goes Anyways, though, so, uh, you know, the guys were kind of talking with each other, and there's this kid called, the, you know, the Spoiled Kid. We're going to call him the Spoiled Kid. If I give him a name, I'm going to forget the name, and then you guys are like, oh, why are you calling Jerry Tim? It's because I can't remember anything. My short-term memory is not not that much better than a goldfish. So we're going with one name, okay? So anyways, right, you know, the guys were talking at the dinner, uh, dinner table, the lunch table. They were kind of chatting, and the Spoiled Kid's like, yo, new girl, beautiful, man. I'm going to try. And, you know, the other guys being supportive because, you know, you're supportive of the boys. Even though this guy was kind of like on the edge of their friendship. What I mean by that is like they didn't necessarily not like him, but they also weren't necessarily friends just because he's had a lot of like, you know, moments where he, you're like, is this kid a jerk or not? I can't really tell. Um, and, and But they were like friendly with him. So they're like, yeah, bro, like we got you. And he's like, hey, can you guys kind of like test the, like, are any of you guys kind of friendly with her? Like, or try and try to be, can you like test the waters? I want to try something, but just let me know. And this is a very valid way to go about it. You know, you, you don't want to go in blind sometimes, even though sometimes it is better just to, just to try. And uh, yeah, so anyways, you know, you know, Cameron and some of the other guys were like, yeah, we'll see what we can do about it. Sure enough, one of the other guys at the table, we'll just call him Ben because of course we're going to call him Ben. Ben was there and, uh, you know, he was like, yeah, actually, I'm like friends with some of her friends or the people that she's just becoming friends with. I'll definitely put in a good word. I'll see what's up and I'll get back to you. 
So anyways, right, Ben goes and he, like, talks to the girls that are friends with the new, with the, with Amaya. That's the name. If I didn't say it already, that's the name that we're going to give the new girl, Maya's new friends. And Ben goes and is like, hey, like, I have this friend, Spoiled Kid. Um, you know, Spoiled Kid wasn't a bad-looking kid. And he seemed well enough put together, but obviously there were some deep-rooted insecurities that he was about to um, expose in the worst possible way. But he was like, yeah, you know, Spoiled Kid's kind of interested. Like, can I get, like, can you talk to Maya, see if there's, like, any kind of, like, reciprocality involved, like, any bit at all, and she's like, yeah, yeah, or they're like, yeah, 100%, we'll go back to you, so sure enough, they talk to Maya, and, you know, she is open to it, it's not like she's falling head over heels for this kid, but she's open to it, so Ben comes back to the lunch table a couple days later, and he shares the good news, and I told you to stop dating my mom, it's weird, Anyways, so Ben gets back to the table, you know, he shares the good news, and, you know, all the kids are, like, kind of, like, you know, excited, dapping up the spoiled kid, even though they didn't, like, like him that much, he was still, like, they were all, like, kind of cool with him, and he was, like, trying to make an effort to be friends with him, so they're, like, yeah, he's a little, he's a little something at some times, like, maybe arrogance the right word, maybe it's not, I don't know, they were, like, yeah, whatever, you know, they were excited for him, you know, he's sitting with them, so it was, you know, it was a cool atmosphere, things were good. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the spoiled kid was pretty excited about that, and he was, like, asking for some advice, they're like, okay, dude, just talk to her, which, shocker, I mean, I haven't learned that apparently yet, they, 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 they don't just fall in love with you, man, you gotta talk to them, uh, yeah, but, and, anyways, right, um, he's like, okay, fine, I'll go talk to her, we'll see how this goes, the problem is, though, the spoiled kid was not super confident, and because of that, his insecurities started to show a little bit. And the spoiled kid's insecurities manifested in him kind of being a, a jerk, a huge, massive jerk face. I, I don't know how else to put it, but unfortunately for him, that's kind of how it happened. So um, Ben was kind of keeping tabs on how it was going because he was friends with Maya's friends. And Maya's friends at first were like, oh, it's good. You know, Maya and him just talked recently. She says he's 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 cute or whatever like what however girls talk i i don't know um but anyways right um at a certain point though when ben went to go talk to them they were like oh well about that actually it's 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 going downhill a little bit and ben was like oh what, what do you mean it's going downhill a little bit like what what happened and they were like yeah you know this you know the spoiled kid you know things were going pretty good but apparently he was saying some stuff to Maya that was, like, kind of, like, turning her off, like, in a pretty big way. And Ben was like, oh, what did he say? And they were like, well, he started to talk about, like, you know, what his dad did for a living, how he doesn't really need to worry about school because he can do whatever he wants, how, like, uh, you know, a life with him is, like, a life of security. And then, like, the, the main reason of that is because, like, he's chilling how, like, he's got this really cool beach house, which I think the spoiled kid's mind was trying to, like, be like, I'm a good partner. You don't have to worry about things if you're with me. But then the way he was phrasing it was pretty terrible. Like, oh, I don't have to try. Like, I'll be fine forever. Like, even if that's true, which is true for, like, 0. 0.0006% of the population, like, just, just don't put it like that. 
Like, they'll eventually figure that out, but just don't say that and don't have that attitude. Like, that kind of mindset, you know, even even if you got it like that, if you're not if you're not trying, if you're not ambitious, if you're not going after it, if you're not that type of person, like, it's, it's going to be a big turnoff. So, you know, Ben kind of, like, pulled the spoiled kids aside kind of, like, separately and kind of, like, was like, hey, like, you might want to chill with X, Y, and Z. And the spoiled kid was like, okay, sure. And unfortunately, though... The next time Ben went to go talk to Maya's friends, they were all like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I don't think Maya's interested anymore. And Ben was like, but I told, like, the spoiled kid, like, to chill with that. And they're like, well, he must have just, like, not listened to you and did the opposite because she said it got worse. Just imagine what I was saying, like, that he was saying before, but now it's, like, twice as blatant, twice as, like, arrogant twice as annoying it was just ramping up and maya realized that this was just not for her and unfortunately but or i guess for I, I don't know it unfortunately to the spoiled kid's perspective we'll say that ben you know confronted him was basically like hey i'm sorry i got word that i don't think this is going to work out anymore spoiled kid was not very happy but i mean i get it like i mean you kind of played yourself here but yeah it's sad it's tough but it is life and it you'll move on so about like a month goes by, a long time goes by is what I'm trying to like emphasize here that a lot of time happens. And, uh, you know, during that time, you know, uh, the spoiled kid is no longer pursuing, but, you know, still, I, I, I don't know. He's no longer, he's just no longer pursuing actively. And, uh, you know, Cameron has had some good conversations with Maya and starts to think to himself, well, you know, it's not like this is you know, it's not like, one, it's not like I'm close with the spoiled kid. Two, it's not like this is his ex-girlfriend. Like, he just shot a shot and failed. Like, that's not breaking bro code or anything. Very generally, um, to you uh, younger viewers out there, there is, especially amongst, among, I, I'm not an English major. I, I, I put numbers together and try and make computers do stuff. I, I don't do English, man. For the gentlemen out there, right? There's something called bro code. It kind of depends per unit of gentlemen that it is enacted upon. However, very generally, you don't go after one of their sisters. Okay, gentlemen, let's not do that. You also have to give a long time for one of their exes. And for many groups, you just never, ever do anything with an ex. And obviously with a current. Like, that's you don't need bro code to know that. Generally, if you stick by those rules, you will be fine. So when, you know, Cameron uh, pulled up the, the bro code uh, doctrine right next to his trusty uh, it declaration of independence in his pocket, because those are of equal value and equal uh, uh, written in structural, I, I don't even know, right? He pulls it out and he's like, you know what? This doesn't matter. I think I'm going to try and pursue her. And sure enough, word gets around pretty quickly. You know, the Cameron's trying to pursue her. And uh, once again, he also goes to Ben. Because Ben is the plug, apparently. And uh, Ben, you know, talks to her friends. And Maya's, you know, Maya's interested. And the thing is, Cameron isn't a big... Uh... Uh... Douche? I don't know. Is that like... Are you guys going to get mad at me? Is that like a bad word or something? I mean, okay, kids, don't like say that if you're in like kindergarten or something, please. But uh, yeah, that's the best way to describe it. Cameron wasn't like that. So it was starting to go pretty well. And uh, that's when, uh, you know, the spoiled kids started to overhear this, started to hear a little bit about this, started to, you know, listen to what was going on, and wasn't, wasn't that happy, believe it or not. 
Yeah, so the spoiled kid overhears this, and he gets all big grumpy or whatever. He gets big mad. I don't even know, right? And uh, so one day, Cameron and Maya are just sitting at, at lunch together because, you know, they've started to talk a lot. They're not officially anything, but anyone, uh, unless Cameron is to fumble horrendously, which I do know some Camerons that would probably fumble horrendously, um, unless he's to do that right, then things are probably going to look like they might start becoming something more official. And the spoiled kid knows this. And so while they're sitting at lunch one day, just, just the two of them at the table, very nice, right? Congrats. Making moves, man. Um, the spoiled kid walks over to their table. And the thing is, right, Cameron wasn't, like, not cool with the spoiled kid, but he also wasn't necessarily friends. They would occasionally sit at the same lunch table. I don't know if you guys have this at school, but, you know, you kind of, like... I used to do this a lot. I would sit at like a lunch table or dinner table and there would be like mostly guys I know, but also some guys that were just friends with some of the guys I know that would sit there. And I was always friendly with them, but I wouldn't like hit them up and be like, hey, what are you doing today? Right. I would be friendly with them. Friendly with them. I'd be cool with them, but I wouldn't necessarily necessarily call them like a good friend. They would probably go under the category of like acquaintance or something like that. But anyways, right, the spoiled kid walks up to them, and Cameron looks up and is like, like, what's up? That's a very, uh, like, that makes sense, uh, 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 that makes sense of a question, right? Like, some just random kid comes up to you that you kind of know, and is just looking at the table of you and my, and kind of in the back of his head, Cameron's remembering, like, oh, yeah, spoiled kid, like, liked her at the beginning of the year, and he kind of dropped the back or whatever. But Cameron does not expect what is about to come next. Today, we're sponsored by Rage. I'm kidding. I, I don't get sponsors that much. Um, but anyways, um, subscribe, though, if you're new. And uh, basically, the spoiled kid comes up, and he's, he, he walks up to, you know, Cameron and Maya, and they're sitting there. And they kind of look at him, and, you know, he looks back or whatever. And uh, he's just, like, looking. He doesn't look at Cameron, right? He turns directly and looks at Maya. And he's like, so... I see you've made your choice then. They both kind of look at the spoiled kid back like, what's this kid talking about? Because they kind of have, you know when like something really, when you're completely confused and you start making some like guesses in your head and you have like two and three, like two to three like guesses, like it could be this, could be that. One of the guesses was that, you know, that he was talking about, you know, how he used to like Maya or whatever and it didn't work through. But they didn't even put that as the number one guess because it was so out of the blue. And he's like, so, you've chosen him. Let me just tell you something about him versus me. And the spoiled kid goes on to have a massive rant slash, like, freak out, breakdown type event about how, like, you know, he, like, his father is, like, financially, like, he will be able to sustain generations and that Maya should have chose him because, you know, the incredible vacations they would have gone on together and the life that they could have lived would have been significantly better than any life that, you know, uh, Cameron could have ever given to her. Cameron is like, hey, chill. You don't know what I'm going to do with my life, bro. Like, come on now. He doesn't say that, but th th that's what he's thinking. He's not trying to get involved in nonsense like this. And uh, he go and the spoiled kid is like, ranting and ranting and ranting about like how she made a terrible choice yeah, going on and on and on and on and that's when like in the middle of one of his rants maya stops him and is like you just come you just in the most she was like 
you just clearly explained why I didn't choose you. And, like, they both, everyone, it was just, like, dead silent for a second. The spoiled kid's like, well, I, I, I don't understand. I just explained why you should have chosen me. And Maya's like, no, you just explained to me why I didn't choose you. And the spoiled kid isn't getting it, but Cameron immediately is like, well, okay, this is, like, because, like, Cameron heard from Ben that, like, oh, well, the spoiled kid was kind of being, like, arrogant or a jerk or whatever, and that's why Maya stopped talking to him. Cameron didn't really understand what that meant, but he really did understand what that meant now. And the spoiled kid's like, no, I don't, I don't get it. I don't think you understand. You need me to say it again. And Maya's like, no, I heard you complete. I, I heard you clear. Like, you just explain, like, think about it for a second. So the spoiled kid very angrily walks off. And, uh, yeah, from that point on, uh, the spoiled kid did not make any more attempts. I think the spoiled kid probably eventually figured out what Maya was trying to say. But, I mean, who knows, man. He was pretty delusional for saying that in the first place. Maya and Cameron, they don't actually end up dating or anything like that. It just didn't follow through. They just remain friends. Um, I think that's, I mean, that's what I was told in the Instagram DM. Submit your stories to me on Instagram or Twitter and just DM me. Please also be following me because I like big numbers next to my name. And I'm more likely to take your story if you do because uh, that's just how it is. Uh, Anyways, the next story is about if I had to title this next story, it would be Her Dad Punched Me in the Face. So I think that you'll enjoy this one, so you should probably stick around if you got a second. We're going to call this subscriber Clarence. And anyways, right, Clarence had a school project with a girl in his class. And he didn't know this girl that well, but whatever. He knew her well enough that, you know, it wasn't that awkward or anything. And the thing was, this was a project that was supposed to be done over the weekend and not during school hours. Or not during, like, class hours. I guess you could do it during school or whatever. But it was a big enough project that they needed to do it on the weekend. And Clarence and the girl kind of came to the conclusion that the best idea was to do this thing together at one of their houses. And the girl says, hey, why don't you come over to my house this weekend? Because they all lived in, like, the same neighborhood. Literally, like, a walk away. Like, a 10-15 minute walk. Clarence was totally fine doing that. So anyways, Clarence, like, you know, gets his stuff, uh, puts in his bag, and he walks over, and he's kind of, like, texting the girl, like, hey, I'm, like, I'm, like, five minutes away, she's, like, cool, and he gets there, he's, like, hey, I'm outside, opens the door, and Clarence immediately notices, like, as he's walking up, that there's no uh, cars in the driveway, when he, when he gets there, there's no parents in the house, and he's, like, hey, like, I uh, see so your parents aren't home, and she's, like, yeah, they'll be back eventually, but, yeah, they're just not here right now, and he's, like, they know I'm here, right? And she's like, yeah, I mean, I guess. I think I mentioned it. They they won't care. Turns out they did care, but you'll see that in a second. So anyways, they get down and they're starting to work on this project. They're sitting, just to kind of like paint the picture, they're sitting at the kitchen table um, and they just have all this like school supplies and product and whatever out there because I think they're making a project. So it's it's not like a Google Doc where you kind of had to... Or not where you had to, like a Google Doc where you could have easily done it at home and you didn't have to be there together. It was like a physical project, so they kind of needed to be in the same place. So they were putting something together, and that's when the door opens. And it is this girl's dad. And this girl is like, hey, like, I don't know, uh, Kate, I'm home or whatever. And then immediately when his dad makes eye contact with Cameron 
who expects that he knows that this is just some guy from school, his face completely turns. He's like, hey, who are you? And at this point, like, uh, Kate is, like, starting to be, like, he's like, no, dad, it's, it's, it's not what you think. So it turns out that, you know, Kate's dad has a very, very, very strict no dating, no boyfriend, no boys, you do what you want in college, but under my roof, that's not happening type attitude. And is very, very, very intense with it. As you'll see, very intense with it. And her dad starts to, like, pushes right by Ava, Kate, sorry, that's a name from a previous story, I get i get it mixed up sometimes um and it's like she's like no dad 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 no like you don't understand like that's uh, uh he, he's from school he's from school and he's like i don't care where this boy is from school no boys are allowed in my house and he goes up and he's like being all like big guy or whatever to clarence he's like so you think you can just mess with my daughter and not get messed up from me and clarence is just like like no 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 like yeah understand i'm just here for a school project i have boom Slaps him directly across the face and get out of my house. And Clarence is just shocked that he just got slapped across the face and is being yelled at to leave the house. So he does. He doesn't want the smoke, bro. He doesn't want to deal with this. This is a waste of his time. So he gets up and kind of angrily leaves. And Kate's like, wait outside, wait outside. I'll explain this. And her dad's like, you better, if you're on my lawn in the next 60 seconds, I'm coming out there. And he steps out there, and he waits. Clarence is like, all right, I'm going to wait out here for a little bit, but then I am going to go if I see this guy walk out because he's crazy. And, uh, yeah, so Clarence doesn't actually hear what, what uh, Kate says inside, um, but Kate tells him after the fact, so I'm going to add this into the story now like he did. Basically, Kate explained to her dad, like, Dad, it's not my boyfriend. I barely know this kid. He, we have a class assignment. It's due Monday. We need to work on it over the weekend. If you don't believe me, then why are all these school supplies on the table? And her dad, who is calming down because it was a big like emotional thing, notices that, yeah, why are all this stuff on the table? And this is a guy I've never seen before. And, you know, he seemed to be pretty confused why I was mad. And eventually, Kate's dad realizes, oh, like, this is just some kid. I just, like, I just slapped some kid in the face and screamed at him to get out of my house when he was just working on a project with my daughter. I kind of seem like the crazy one here. So Kate opens the door because, you know, Clarence was, like, going to just, like, turn around and start power walking away if, like, Kate's dad came out and opened the door or whatever. Kate opens the door, says, hey, I am so so incredibly sorry. He's like, okay. And Kate's like, hey, look, we still got to finish the project. I talked to my dad. He gets it now. He's really embarrassed. Like, come on in. I promise nothing will happen. Clarence is like, well, you also said that, you know, nothing was going to happen before and that they knew that I was here, but okay, like, fine. Because Clarence is not super happy right now. I don't think I'd be super happy. His face is still red. Like, from being slapped, he's still shaken up from the whole thing. So it happened in the span of, like, 45 seconds. And he gets in there, and, you know, the dad's in the other room, just not, just embarrassed, like, you know, whatever. So they sit down, they keep working on the project, and they're kind of working on it in almost dead silence, except, like, before they were having a nice conversational chat just to be, like, friendly or whatever. 
But now Clarence was not, he was not helping it. He, or he was not trying in the, like, the friendly conversation. Clarence would only speak when necessary, like, I need you to pass the scissors, or what do you think we should do here? So yeah, it was pretty awkward. But about, like, 45 minutes in, the dad kind of very timidly walks in the room and is like, hey, buddy, I'm sorry about that. I just get a certain way when I think my daughter's dating someone. And Clarence kind of looks at him. He's like, okay. He doesn't say you're fine. He just says, okay. His dad's like, yeah, I'm just going to come in and get some water. And I'll, I'll, I'll leave you two. I'll leave you two at it. Right. Clarence is kind of just keeping an eye on him. And like the corner of his eye, he's like, I'm not letting this guy out of my sight. Because all he knows is he's going to come behind him and like strangle him with a plastic bagger. Who knows, right? And, you know, the dad walks out of the room, obviously very embarrassed by what just happened. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, Clarence and uh, Kate finished the thing up. And sure enough, 